Hallelujah. <clears throat> Praise the name of the Lord. God is good. Amen. All the time. God is. Do you know that? Let's try that. God is good. All the time. Let's do it one more time. God is good. All the time. Hallelujah. My friends, so glad y'all are here. Consistency. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. To be your best year, your best year in Jesus' mighty name. Forward only, never backwards. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad you're here this morning. We had a great crossover celebration. Who joined us last night? Amen. Um, I think we got home close to three and um, got up this morning, worked our way to Duncan. It was close. Then we went through the Starbucks line, which is not my preference. They open at 8.30. We were there an hour before. And then my husband says, you know, Circle K has amazing coffee. I said, how old are you? <laughs> Circle K has amazing coffee. He has a, a little membership. <laughs> and Sorry. They know him. They have his favorite creamer on the side. I said, what? Give me a grande. Give me a large. So we had Circle K coffee this morning. It was good. Amen. I feel very refreshed. How many of you can say the same? It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. It's the grace of God. Look at Ms. Elizabeth. She joined us at the crossover service. Wait, Ms. Elizabeth. Look at her. Fire, 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 fire. Okay, I'm not going to get her worked up because she'll want the mic. <laughs> Praise the Lord. How many of you are excited? Uh, hallelujah. You know, the, the, I have to read this again. I'm going to be sharing with you how to make the most of a new season. Amen. Uh, nothing just happens because it happens. Look at your neighbor and said, it's not just going to happen. What you going to do? Exactly. What you're going to expect? I know I'm talking a little like ghetto, but it's okay. I love the scripture in Numbers 23, verses 19. I read this last night. And it says, God is not a man, so he does not lie. He is not human, so he does not change his mind. Has he ever spoken and failed to act? Has he ever promised and not carried it through? Listen, I have received a command to bless. God has blessed and I cannot reverse it. No misfortune is in his plan for Jacob. 
No trouble is in store for Israel. No misfortune is in his plan for God's people. In this year, no misfortune is in, in, is in God's plan for you. So don't settle for it. Don't expect it. Misfortune, their hardships, inconveniences, disappointments, calamities, catastrophes, anxiety, failure. That's not in God's plan for God's people. How many of God's people are here this morning? Hallelujah. That's your portion. No misfortune is in God's plan for you. For the the Lord, their God, is with them. He's with you. He's not only with you, but he's with you strong. You know, there's a song that I love that has carried me personally, and I know some of you, throughout the years. And it's written by Dr. Paula Nunchi. And, 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 and there's two, and I just, you know, uh, uh, one of the parts is, is, um, <clears throat> it says this. I know my God will turn it around. I have seen my God turn it around. There are so many, many, many times in my life and I have seen my God. I know my God will turn it around. I have seen my God turn it around. There are so many, many, many times in my life and I have seen my God turn it around. God's faithfulness. Henry. You didn't, I remember your name. God's faithfulness. And then there's another one that says, You are the God who will never fail. You don't know what it means to fail. Everything in this world may fail, but you can never ever fail. You are the God who would never fail. You don't know what it means to fail. Everything in this world may fail, but you can never ever fail. I know, I don't sing beautiful. And it's okay. But the reality of it is that that's the kind of God that we serve. Some of you are looking at me like, please stop singing and just start preaching. Praise the Lord. God is good. Making the most of a new season. What it takes... To maximize, say maximize, new seasons and phases of life. You know, we, 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 you know, the things that God has for us, 
are not, they don't, they don't just, um, land on you. We, in a sense, or the reality of it is, is that God has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. Everything he has is ours. But there are kingdom principles that God has given us in ways that we can see the release of those things that God has already made available for us. Are you with me? If, if, if Popeye's chicken makes a buffet available to you, or Hart's chicken, <laughs> somebody say, help me, Lord. If, if Hart's makes a, a buffet available for you, yay or nay, they do. They have a buffet and, and it's, yeah, it's good. The rolls are good. Anyways, and so they prepare it for you. And, and, and it's there. And it's for anyone. But it's for the taking. And just because it's there doesn't mean that you're automatically going to partake of it. It's there. You can go and partake of it. You can get that crispy chicken and those rolls and everything else they have. It's there. But it's for the taking. It's for the taking. That means there is something you have to do not to cause them to prepare that. It's already prepared. It's for you to be able to partake of what's already there for you. In the same way in the kingdom of God, it's not that you try to get God to do something for you. He's already done everything he's going to do. The Bible says that he's blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places. The Bible says that God prepared for us a table in the presence of our enemies. And so the provision has already been made. But why is it that I haven't, I haven't partaken of it? Why is it that the condition of my life is one that it shouldn't be and it doesn't line up with what God says in his word? Well, because there's things, say there's things. There's kingdom principles that we must do in order to see the release of those things. And so, what? but, but, but here's the, the beautiful thing about it is that when you know, when you have insight when you have knowledge and God has given to everyone a measure of faith the measure of faith in which you can uh, believe and grow and receive to be able to partake of everything that God has for you and so when you begin to know and understand and are enlightened of, of this covenant that you have with God that has been sealed and ratified by the blood of Jesus then you, you become a radical partaker of, of the goodness of God. God takes pleasure. He's a good God. He's a faithful God. He's an on-time God. <laughs> Let's, you know, for a lot of years, being in religion, it, it's almost like, you know, we, we try to get God to do. When Jesus, the last thing that he said, it is finished. He became the way where there was no way. And he's blessed us. He's uh, interceding for us. He put his spirit on the inside of us. Greater is he that is in us than he that is of this world. He gave us his word. The word of the king is power. 
And no one, not one word from God is void of power. He's given us his blood. He's given us angels. He's given us the name that is above every name. That at the sound of that name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. On earth, in earth, in heaven, under the earth. And declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. He's given us everything. And he wants us to partake of everything. Not just in one area of life, but he wants us to have the whole pie. Don't settle for a slice. Say, Lord, I need my, my, my complete pie. That's what salvation is. Salvation denotes wholeness, peace, joy, health, provision. The package of everything that God gave you through his son, Jesus. And it don't matter who you are, where you come from. What color, what level of education, what your background is, the moment you give your life to Jesus. You become a partaker of the divine nature of God. Your story begins to change from that point on. And you are so blessed. I say this humbly, to be able to come to a place where the anointing of the Holy Ghost flows, not just on a certain service. Every time the doors are open, and as a matter of fact, we teach you and we show you that you are a carrier of this. Not just on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Every day of your life. It's your life. It's who we are. And God will take you. And make you what you could never make yourself. <laughs> we try that, right, Ruth? We try to make ourselves of things, and, and we try. I, I know. I'm a witness of that. Try to do this. Try to do that. Try to do that. Try to do this. And ended up, up in nothing but frustration. But, Jesus, when you let him, he'll, he'll take you where you've never been. He'll do you in you what you've never seen done in you. He'll do through you what you never even thought you could even. Hallelujah. I want to welcome again my friends from San Antonio. They've been here for three services, young adults, last night and this morning. Is today your birthday? When is your birthday? January 3rd. Okay. I knew it was early January. How do you just probably like, how? That's not a word of like with knowledge. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew by your son. Happy birthday, best, best year, happy early birthday. The Lord will honor you for starting off right. Amen. And put an end to every frustration in your life. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So. In Psalms 68:19, in Psalm 60, Psalm 68:19, the Bible says, and by the way, we only have one service today. We'll proceed with our, our next regular schedule the following Sunday. And then tomorrow for we're starting our 21 days of prayer and fasting. Who's joining us? Yes. Praise God. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. Join me every day live from 11.45 to 12.45. And if you want to catch up, go ahead and watch the last two broadcasts on the Power of Love YouTube. 
But I'm telling you right now, before the 21 days is over, your expectation will not be cut off and you shall see it at the end. In Jesus' mighty name. The Lord says, ah, open your mouth wide and I will fill it. That means ask big. <laughs> ask big. Open your mouth wide and he will fill it. Ask according to him being the source, not according to what you can do. When you ask according to your own dependency upon yourself, you're limited and you think small. But when you see him as the main source, then there's no limit. Anyways, that starts tomorrow. So eat up today. <laughs> I told my husband, make reservations because uh, we're going to eat good today. <laughs> In Psalm 68, have you found it? 19. I know it, but I want you to look at it. It says, praise the Lord. Praise God our Savior. Put it in the New King James. Because I don't do nothing. Bless, look how different it is, which the NLT messed it up. Blessed be the Lord who daily, somebody circle that, put a star, highlight it. Shout daily. daily. Blessed be the Lord who daily loads us with benefits. The God of our salvation. And then it says Selah, which means stop. Think and meditate on that. Blessed be the Lord who daily, shout daily, loaded us with benefits. That has been one of our prayers on our corporate prayer gatherings. Lord, let that be your prayer. Everything that you have packaged for us as a ministry and as an individual, let it go from your hands into our hands. In Jesus' mighty name. If you believe that and receive that, say a loud amen. To all who believe, how many believers are here this morning? Know this, every day, every week, every month, and year that arrives, it arrives with a load of benefits from the Lord. That is why do not get season-minded. You know, this is my season or this is, every season is your season. Though we go through different seasons of life, you know, entering into new, a new year is a new season. But understand this, that every day, every week, every month, and every year, it doesn't just arrive, but it arrives loaded with benefits from the Lord. I'm going to rise your expectation to another level this morning. Because it's only what you can expect from the Lord that he is able to manifest. He can't manifest in your life what you don't expect. So get your expectation high this morning. Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits. That means there is a divine package for every new season of life. There is a divine package. 
package for every new season of life. The Lord daily, daily loaded us with benefits. How many of you like benefits? Yeah. <laughs> we all, you know, we always try to look for that good coverage of benefits. Psalms 103 says, Blessed, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. Psalm 68 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loaded us with benefits. Every new season of life is packaged with benefits from the Lord. Now it is one thing, note this, it is one thing for heaven to have a package and it is another thing for us to access or benefit from that package. It's one thing that God has a package for us and it's another thing for us to access or benefit from that package. What must we do? We must obey his kingdom principles and we shouldn't have a problem with that because when Christ is in us, it is he who wills his and works out his own desires in and through our lives. Amen. And it becomes easy. Somebody testified last night and said, well, somebody like, y'all don't know who it was because only one person testified. You know what I'm saying, Frankie? <laughs> but one thing that he said, you know, when the Lord set him free from alcohol, the Lord set him free from other things. But he said, it was not unless until I got disgusted with the thing. I knew God wanted to free me. I knew it was his will for me to be free from that. But he said, I still liked it. And as long as you still like what is not right, then you need to come back to the Lord and let him change you from the inside out. Because if you still like what you shouldn't like, then even though you know it's, it, it, God can do something, it'll never happen. But he says, the moment I got disgusted with it and said no more, God took away that desire completely. Freedom and liberty came. And that's what, it's what will happen to you. Get serious. Get serious in, in, in allowing God to do what he wants to do in your life 2023. Let him perfect you. Let him develop you. Let him bring into completion whatever needs to be completed in your life. He will do it for you. At another level. Amen. So what to do to make the most of this new season? Number one, identify what to thank God for in the previous year. Identify what to thank God even in the previous year. You know the power of thanksgiving? Not only identify what what did God do for you we can so easily forget and enter into one and complaining because we totally missed and 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 got away 
from acknowledging him. That's why I always on purpose begin by thanking the Lord and stirring you up so that you can recall because there is power in thanksgiving. There is power in thanksgiving. Recall what God has done in your life. There is power. When you begin to open your mouth and when you begin to thank the Lord, this has to be done intentionally. Sit aside and just, what are you doing? I'm just sitting aside because for this reason, I'm going to just sit aside and take the time to thank the Lord. God, you, you, you know, one thing that has been my prayer is to be more thankful and to not miss not one thing and, and, and towards God and towards people to thank and appreciate because there is power and there is thank, uh, and thanksgiving. In Psalm 67, how many thankful people we have this morning? Hallelujah. There's power in thanksgiving. Hallelujah. In Psalm 67, verse 5 through verse 7, it says in the NLT, May the nations praise you, O God. Yes, may all the nations praise you. Then, say then, the earth will yield its harvest. And God, our God, will richly bless us. What it be what it be did it begin with praise What is a what it what is praise is the result of thankfulness You can't praise them without first being thankful And you can't be thankful and not result in praise But it says that when you praise them the earth yields its harvest and God, our God, will richly bless us. Yes, God will bless us. And people all over the world will fear him. Say the power of thanksgiving. It says the earth is programmed to yield her increase to those who know how to thank God. So see, there's a law in place, a kingdom law, that when you thank him, the earth is already programmed to yield her increase to those. How many of those are here this morning? Can somebody yell, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> there's a way to thank God. It's not... After you've done what you had to do. It's not secondly. It's not like secondhand Thanksgiving. It's immediately acknowledging him that he is the source of life. The giver of life. The provider. He is the very reason why you have breath in your lungs. You woke up this morning because of him. And the first thing you did was thank him. There is power in thanksgiving. And the earth is programmed to yield its increase to those or on the behalf of those that know how to thank God. Is anybody thankful this morning? You, you are because, listen, you're here. I'm sure all of y'all stayed up. 
And I, I like I told him last night, I said, what, what is, what, you know, what, what, what is, what is sleeping three hours and having to be back in the house of the Lord compared to what God has done in our lives? That ought to boost you up more than, than any energy drink. I couldn't go to bed last night. I was too worked up. It takes me a while to wind down. And I just couldn't. And I told myself, we got to leave. I've got to be back here. But it's just God is so good. The earth is programmed to yield her increase to those who know how to thank God. That's what the scripture says in Psalm 67, five, verses 5 to 7. And then we can read what happened in John 6, 11 and 12. It says, then Jesus took the loaves. Remember? The multitude needed to be fed. But all they had was what? Three, three, two fish and five loaves. Three fish. Okay, I will have her many fish. I, somebody confirm that with me because two fish. But they needed to feed 5,000 men, not including the women and the children. And there was a little boy with a little lunch. And it was not much in his hands. But when he put it in the hands of Jesus. And this is what the Bible says in verse 11. Then Jesus took the loaves. Gave thanks. Power of thanksgiving. Gave thanks to God and distributed them to the people. Afterwards, he did the same with the fish. And they all ate as much as they wanted. After everyone was full, Jesus told his disciples, now gather the leftovers so that nothing is wasted. And so through the power of thanksgiving, multiplication took place we must be thankful we must not be forgetful has God been good to you was he good to you 2022 will he change 2023 he it was good 2022 he was good 2021 he was good 2020 through the, all that craziness he remained faithful. He remained good. And he's not about to change. The Bible says, Hebrews 13, 8, Christ Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Somebody shout, he is good. And my life only gets gooder. <laughs> That's not a word, but. So, what? must we do to make the most of this new season, this new year? Be thankful. You started off right. Congratulations. You started off right. Amen. Two, you must identify what to put or leave behind. You must identify what to put behind you. Or what to leave behind you. In Philippians 
3, verse 13 in the NLT, and 14. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. I've not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing. Look at your neighbor and say, it's just one thing. One thing. Tell them, focus. But I focus on this one thing. You see, you think you're going to cross over ungrateful and, 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 and with things that you ought to leave behind and then expect the blessing of God or the release of God's goodness upon your life? Who are you kidding? Aren't you glad you're in a place where you get the truth of the word of the Lord? Amen. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past. Forgetting the past. Listen, it didn't help you last year and it's not going to help you this year. You got to let it go. You got to forgive and you got to forget completely let God do what God wants to do and you'll realize that it was a plan of the enemy to keep you in that state of of the past the last thing he wanted was for you to let go the last thing he wanted for you to totally forgive he last the last thing he wanted you to do is totally forget but you obeyed the Lord because you're in great expectation and you're not playing church and you're not just about to be in religion but you know that you're in a relationship with God and there's a package that is available to you and you're going to position yourself in this new season to receive everything that God has for you for your children for your marriage for your household for your business for your finances and if it means leaving or putting behind whatever needs to be left behind then so be it So be it. It might not feel good to the flesh, but you're not led by the flesh. You're led by the Spirit of God. You tell your flesh what you're going to do. And you tell it, I don't care how I feel. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what has happened. All things are made new in Christ Jesus. And I'm about to receive my loaded benefits in this new season of life. Hallelujah. I want you to have everything God has for you. I don't want you to just be staring. I want you to be experiencing God's best for your life. In every area of your life. I don't want you to just clapping for others. I want others to clap for you and rejoice because of what God has done for your life. Because there are people in, in, your, in your field that, that, that we don't know, but you know. And when they see what God has done in your life because of your acts of obedience, then God will be glorified. That's why it's important to want what God has for you. You got to want it. You got to hunger for it. You got to desire it enough to set yourself in obedience unto the Lord. I'm not telling you anything I'm not done. Being almost going on how many years of marriage, babe? That's my little. 27. This year will be 27. But I've been with you since 1993. 
some of y'all weren't even born. <laughs> I know I look young. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> you think we haven't seen the hand of God? You see, but here's the thing. I knew of God. I was in charge. But it's not until you begin to, to decide for yourself what you want in life, what you want from the Lord, and then begin to set yourself to obey and, 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 and to glorify God and to obey Him and see the release of God's goodness upon your life so that you can shine bright. And this is a year of the glory of the Lord rising upon God's people, upon the church and upon God's people. Isaiah 60 says, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. This is your year of shining with the glory of God, with the manifested goodness of God upon your life for all to see your good works so that God will be glorified. Can you say thank you, Lord? Say this is my year. This is my new season. And it's loaded with a heavenly package that it's about to be opened unto me for the glory of God. In Jesus' name. If you believe that, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. Hallelujah. So to access or to maximize uh, the season that you're in or to make the most of it, you must give thanks properly. You must identify what to put behind you. The Apostle Paul said, no dear brothers and sisters, I have not arrived or achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past. And it's not enough to forget the past. Because you might, if you, that's all you do, you might find yourself in the past. Forget the past and looking forward. You have to have, know what you're looking at. You have to know what your focus is. Not just forget the past but you also have to press forward. If you just do one, you might find yourself looking in the rearview mirror. But when you're pressing forward, you realize, I don't need this rearview mirror anymore because I'm not going backwards. I'm just going forward. To what lies ahead. He says, I press. That's work. That's an action. That takes strength. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us to access what is ahead of you. There are things that you will have to put behind you. And only you can identify those things. And it's important that if you're going to make the most out of this new season and maximize, you know, the fullness of it, uh, you're going to have to identify those things and obey the Lord. The letter maybe. It might hurt. But it's better to obey God than be in disobedience and in rebellion. So you have to identify those things that you have to put behind you. These could be 
actions, doings, attitudes, activities that need to be put up, associations. I know that's a big one. You've been hanging on to that, trying to change that person, but that person is changing you. And God said, let them go. And you trying to be God to them. Now they're dependent on you because of you trying to do your way. And it's all it's doing is, is, is holding you. relationships touchy subject look how quiet it gets because it's not easy there's tides there's feelings it could not even be a relationship as a man or a woman it can be a friendship she just wants to be on you, but don't want your God, don't want to serve your God, don't want anything of you, but wants you every time that you're casting your pearls on the swine. Be careful as you find yourself trampling upon. God never told you to do that, but, but we got to love people. You, you, spend more, you, you should spend more time praying for them than associating with them. Because it ain't doing you any good for your own spiritual life. There are relationships you got to hand over to the Lord. You have to identify those. They might think you're mean. They might think you don't care. But hey, it's not what people think. It's what God says. Could be a family member. Esa tía. El tío. El primo. Always wants to be here, but never wants to come to church with me. <laughs> Identify. Identify those relationships. Identify those associations. <laughs> Things that have taken your time, that have no spiritual benefit to your life. Are you with me? Yes. Took your time, they took your attention, they took your energy, they took your resources. You think you're being a blessing to somebody, but you're getting broke because nobody told you to sow seed on that ground. Identify those things and terminate them this year. And you watch and see what God will do. Not only in your life, but in the life of those people. Because God loves them and you love them. But you've tried to be God to people. And you've got them to be dependent on you. Let God be God. Trust him. Trust him. 
identify those activities, identify those associations, identify those, those activities, uh, you know, those, those things that have taken uh, your time, attention. There's a focus you have to have. And it's a kingdom of God focus. You're doing something God never told you to do. And you're tired. Your energy is drained out. Because, you know, you're, 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 you know, it's one thing to try to be nice. It's another thing to obey God. Did God say? But, but well, you then, then keep, keep at it. A lot of people get in trouble because they try to be nice. And, 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 and God tell, told us to be right. <laughs> According to his word. Amen. That's why it's so important to be guided by the Lord. And that's why I'm so excited for our 21 days of prayer and fasting because we're going to have more clarity than we've ever had. Isaiah 50 said, 58 says, and then light will break forth. Revelation, clarity, reality. Eyes will be open to another level to be able to see with clarity what God says. Is this helping somebody? Or you regret coming to church this morning? Are you excited about this new season? Are you thankful? Are you going to obey the Lord in terminating whatever it is that God shows you? Because he shows you, you have, he, he, you know, it's a conviction of the Lord. I remember when I used to want, I used to, I, I, I wanted everything God had for me. I wanted because I knew that if it was going to be, it was not going to be up to God. It was going to be up to me. And then I, I wanted it and I wanted to yield myself completely. And I would run to the altar every chance I got. I would throw myself. And I love that song, I give myself away so you can use me, here I am. <laughs> Take my life as a living sacrifice. And then the Lord said, get rid of that. And I'd be like, huh? <laughs> like. Why? That's not even like, and we, you know, we're throwing ourselves at the altar and then God will do what you ask him to do. And then he'll show you because you know, people know what they need to do. As I'm sharing with you, God already has shown you what you got to terminate because he loves you and you trust him and you know that he knows best. So before you leave out of here, you're going to make that decision. To obey him. Amen. And then I thought, like that, Lord, for real? He's, yeah, that. And then, and then I, 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 sometimes people get too, like, spiritual, like, weirdly. I know what that is because I've been there and I know how not to yield to that anymore. Because people can be, think they're spiritual and they're not. And they can make themselves think what they want to make think or think what God thinks People can get like that. And I just like, oh, God forgot about it. It must be his will for me to continue as I am. But every time I sit in service, the word of the Lord will come and it will pierce me. 
and God will call me higher. And higher means going higher. Amen. Higher means is you got to go to another level with the Lord, even in your personal life. And here I find myself at the altar again. I give myself. Otra vez. So you. I want it to be used. I wanted to yield. I wanted everything that God had for me, just like you do. But God was trying to help me. And all it took is for me to real it, it, it come to that point of decision and say, I know exactly what God is telling me. I know what he is showing me. I know where the problem is. And I know that it needs to be terminated ASAP. Amen. ASAP. Amen. <laughs> ASAP. Not next Sunday. Not next service, when you feel the anointing and the worship team is praising and worshiping and God is going to tell you all over again, didn't I tell you last Sunday? Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. But ASAP, and I said, finally, I knew exactly where to go, what to do, and that's it. I said, Lord, and then, and then when you're real with God and you mean business with God, God means business with you. God is always real with you. It's us, you know what I'm saying? But when you get real with God and you mean business with God, then God means business with you and you're bound to see that breakthrough. You're bound to see because it's in you. It's, it's, it's not in God, it's in you. And then it's the best thing. It's the best thing. Don't cut yourself short. If God says it, let it go. Let it go. And don't come back no more. I don't even like Disney. I don't even know. I just, you know, that thing became so popular. But Disney got the revelation more than Christians. And they're like heathens in there. Corrupting children. So. This one thing I do is focus on forgetting the things that are behind and pressing into the to present and forward. A great example, we can look at it in Genesis 13. Hallelujah. God is good, amen. He's good. He's merciful. And he's a God of the second chance. Amen. Amen. How many of you say, this is my year to shine? Remember, what you don't expect, God cannot manifest. How many of you expect, this is my year to shine? Praise the name of the Lord. Now, in, in Genesis 13, listen to what Genesis 13 says. And 14 Well, this is whenever, before that, God called Abraham. Say, God called Abraham. Not his family. God called Abraham. <laughs> well, his wife, of course. He said, Abraham, get up and go into a country that I will show you. I will make you a blessing uh, of many nations. And Abraham got up the very, that moment, the very next day, and, and, and obeyed the Lord. But he did one thing. He took his nephew with him. He took Lot with him. And God never told him that. And 
what ended up happening is if you read on is that there was a dispute between Lot uh, servants and Abraham servants. They had increased largely and, and they started arguing Lot's people with Abraham's people and Abraham, a peacemaker, he said, Lot, listen, we should go ahead and part. It, I'm going to let you choose first. If you go left, I'll go right. If you go right, I'll go left. I'm going to let you decide. You, you choose. And then the Bible says that, um, that Lot ch chose right. And it was on the, and ended up, he ended up in Saddam, uh, in Saddam. And a place that was very wicked, but obviously thought, Lot thought, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm strong in the Lord. I would, I would, you know, nobody's going to be able to influence me there. I can go there. And just like a lot of people think. <laughs> they go into habitations or put themselves in places where they, they shouldn't. And they think, I'm strong in the Lord, but you have no business there. Full of wickedness, full of all this stuff. And it's not like you're there winning souls. You're there kicking it. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And so... And so uh, Lot chose it because it was green pastures over here. It looked very, the Bible, you know, the Bible says that it, it looked, that field was green. It looked good. But not, 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 not always is the grass greener on the other side. Abraham knew wherever I go, God is going to prosper me. If there's no grass, grass will grow. Because <laughs> God is with me. And I know he's the one that's blessed me. And I know what he's spoken unto me. Amen. And so I'm saying more than what I wanted on this passage. But it says in verse 13, but the people of this area were extremely wicked and constantly sin against the Lord. That's the area where Lot chose to go. After Lot had gone, verse 14, after Lot had gone, after that nephew left, But it could be, you know, I'm saying nephew, but it could be anyone. It says, the Lord said to Abraham, look as far as you can see in every direction. North and south, east and west. I am giving you all this land as far as you can see to you and your descendants as a permanent possession as far as the eye can see but do you know that God didn't speak to him until Lot was gone maybe the reason why you can't hear is because there's a relationship that you need to hand over to the Lord and listen I don't want to get deep maybe I do I think you, God, may God show you. Okay? And so, Abraham could not see his lot, his position, or his property until he put lot behind him. Abraham could not see his lot in life, which your lot is your portion, your property, your real estate. 
until he put Lot behind him. When you obey the Lord, whatever your lot is, whatever your portion is, whatever God has packaged for you, as you obey the Lord and trust him, may you see the release and the unfolding of what is your portion from the Lord. If you receive that, say amen. amen. There is something you must do different if you are going to see a different 2023. Can you say amen to that? Amen. There is something you must do different. That's why stir yourselves up in the Holy Ghost. Stir your hunger for the things of God. Stir yourself in your faith. Position yourself every time to receive from the Lord. Do what you gotta do. Blessed are those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. They shall be satisfied. The things you know you ought to do, do them without reservation this year. Throw yourself into the work of the Lord like never before. And watch and see. Watch and see. The Bible says hope deferred makes the heart sick, but a dream fulfilled is like a tree of life. No more. 2023 ain't going to be a year of just wishing and hoping that God will show up for you. As you show up for him, God will show up for you. Jesus. 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 Somebody say, this is my season. And in every season, I'll prosper. Every day this year, every week this year, every month this year is packaged with the blessing of God. And it'll be released from God's hand to my hand for his glory. If you receive that, give the Lord a mighty shout of praise. I got to do different things because my vision grows, has grown. Therefore, it requires me to do different things. And we're all doing this together. The beautiful thing about this house is that it's not just one person prospering. It's not just one person going to another level. We're going to another level as a body of Christ. Business is opening up. Promotion springing forth. Ministry springing forth. Come on. God is adding unto you relationships. God is sending the right help unto you. Shining bright for the glory of God. See, the Lord is looking through and fro throughout the whole earth to see who he, who he can show himself strong on the behalf. If God says move, move. If he doesn't, you better stay still. Because if God says to move, there's going to be a blessing attached. If you say, be careful when you say God said. Then you make him look like he's crazy or double-minded when you fell at it. 
But when he blesses your obedience, then you bring glory to his name. Hallelujah. You got to be careful not to be too sentimental about anything to allow it to tamper with your destiny. Don't get too sentimental. Too sentimental to let it go. I'm too attached. And not letting it go means uh, that that thing that you're too attached to that God said let go is tampering with God's destiny for your life. It's not worth it. Because not only will you pay for it, your children will pay for it. Everything you do is you're not just doing it for yourself. Are you with me? That's why the best way is to just throw yourself. Just radical. Just throw yourself in all the way. Radical obedience. They're not going to understand you, but you, you don't want people to under. They never understood you in the first place. They still don't understand you. They still don't understand you. They're still, right now, the ones that didn't come true, they're talking about you. They're talking about you when they seen that post that you were in the house of the Lord on New Year's Eve. Or you're in church on New Year's Day in the morning. What? And they stayed up all night and they're in the church. So, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're still in the business of pleasing people, the Bible says, What, it was it the Apostle Paul that said, he who puts his hand to the plow and looks back is not fit for the kingdom of God. You got to want to, we rather please God than please man. Let's not be too sentimental. Because you know what? When you break forth and obey the Lord, it's not just going to, help you but it's going to help those individuals it might not at first because they might be mad but eventually guess who they're going to come to guess who they're going to run to they're going to be where do i run to yeah no that's not that's an old song right when i need love is that what it says it's old Run to Jesus, sweetie, okay? Run to Jesus. <laughs> Miss Anna's laughing. ¿Por qué? <laughs> Hallelujah. Some of you are, don't know what, what's going on, but it's okay. Praise the Lord. We don't have Sunday night service, so it's, it's okay, right? We're going to pray in a minute. And I might continue. What to do to make the most of this new season. Identify what you need to thank God for. Identify what you need to put behind you. Amen. Amen. Identify what to put before you. Not just what to leave behind you. What to put before you. That means your priorities. What's your central focus? Amen. In Proverbs 4, you should have a focus. In Proverbs 4, 24, in the uh, NLT, it says, Avoid all perverse talk. Stay away from corrupt speech. 
Look straight ahead and fix. Fix your eyes on what lies before you. And then it says, mark out a straight path for your feet. It doesn't say that Jesus will mark a straight path for your feet. It says you mark out a straight path for your feet. Stay on the safe path. Don't get sidetracked. You know, that's the devil's business. To get you looking to the right and to the left. You know, to dangle things. But if you just keep your focus, you know, the Bible will serve you as one of those things that the horses use to, to, to not get distracted. Their glasses, right, Esteban? What are they? Blinders. What? Blinkers. So you put them on the horse and, and, and for the purpose that they look straight ahead. That's what the Word of God will do for you. It'll cause you to have a, a, a single focus. You're looking straight ahead. And if, if what is being, you know, all these side distractions, you will, it will be, you know, by the help of God, you will be able to keep a straight focus. And therefore, you will mark a straight path for your feet. And every step that you take, you're going to take a right step. You're going to arrive closer and closer and, and experience all things that God has for you because you've, you've kept your focus. There's a lot of distractions. There's a lot of noise in the days that we're living in. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. Thank God for the Word of God. Thank God that we have ears that hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and they, and they hear me and they follow me. And the voice of a stranger, they do not. And so you begin to recognize. Amen. But you got to... You have to identify what to put before you. What are you looking at? What do you see this year? Have you even taken some time? Or are you just going at it like, oh, whatever the Lord wants you to do it. God knows everything. God is in control of this and that. Oh, you've been like that for 20 years. And nothing has happened because you have to be intentional. Say intentional. intentional. You have to be intentional of what to do, what God says to do. Amen. Hallelujah. And so in the, um, in the Amplified, it says this. Put away from you a deceitful, deceitful lying, misleading mouth. And put devious lips far from you. Let your eyes look directly ahead towards the path of moral courage. And let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you towards the path of integrity. Consider well. And watch carefully the path of your feet. Consider well and watch carefully the path of your feet. And all your ways will be steadfast and sure. All your ways will be steadfast and sure. Do not turn away to the right nor to the left where evil may lurk. Turn your foot from the path of evil. There are things that are lurking. But that's none of your business. Amen. I'm minding my kingdom business. Everything else, none of my business. We have a little recording of my niece. She was like about, how old was me? Like three years old. And she, her brother's older than her. And, 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 and my niece recorded her, her little voice. And he was saying something or was trying to mess with her or tease her or something like that. And, he, and all you hear was, it's none of my business. 
business. She can barely talk. That's how you got to be with the things of, of that are lurking beside you. All the, you know, they say, there's none of my business. I'm going to stick to kingdom business. This is my business. Hallelujah. So I play that all the time. None of my business. She can barely say it. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So focus determines finding. You can never find what you're not looking for. You'll never arrive where you're not, what you have not seen. Are you with me? What belongs to you cannot be found until you are brutally focused. That's why focus is so important. You cannot find what you're not looking for. You cannot arrive to where you have not seen or what you do not know. Amen. So you have to be focused. What are you aiming? What are you looking at? To define, it is to discover it. To define it is to find it. If you can see it, God can deliver it. God said, Abraham, as far as the eye can see, I will give it to you. God can only deliver unto you that which you have seen. I thought we don't go by what we see. I'm not talking about your natural eyes. I'm talking about with the eyes of faith. Because everything in God, you got to see it before you receive it. The Bible says when you pray, believe that you receive and then you shall have it. You don't have it first. You have it first in you and you see it in you. That is why you look at people that see big and there's joy. There's excitement. There's, there's, a, 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 there's expectation. And no matter what it looks like on the inside, it, it doesn't matter because they know what they see. They know what they, they, they got a glimpse, they've captured of what God is doing in their lives. And you got to see. Abraham, as far as your eye can see, that I will give to you. What do you see in 2023? Come on, what do you see God doing in 2023? I dare you begin to call it out with your mouth. What do you see? Because as far as you can see, that God who is faithful, will deliver it and will do it unto you. He said, have I not said it and will I not bring it to pass? What do you see? What do you see? If you ain't seeing nothing, you, you just don't, then don't, you're not expecting nothing. If you're not seeing nothing, you're not, Pastor Sandy, help me. I want to see. Well, you're here this morning. And you're going to, as you continue to intake and engage in the word of the Lord and yield to the spirit of God on the inside of you, guess what? Your vision is going to see things that even might scare you. Because you're going to see, you know, when God began to show me things and I thought, oh, what? Because God doesn't do for you to, uh, uh, what you can do for yourself. He'll show you things that are big, big. And if you're not careful, you, 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 you put it away because you, in your natural mind, you think, could this be God? And God says, totally, totally, that's me. This is what I see in you. Get in. 
you're a mighty man of valor. While Gideon was hiding, thinking that he was the least of his brothers. And God was calling him to fight a great battle. And he was hiding, scared. And God said, they're scared of you. And you don't even know it. You are, you're, you're a mighty man of valor. God seen him as a mighty man of valor when he seen himself as somebody not like that. God sees you as a mighty man of valor. God sees you as a mighty woman of God. And it matters that you know that. Hallelujah. You might not see yourself like that because you're still trying to process everything in your mind. The things of God cannot be caught with a mind. They got to be caught with the spirit. That's why he put his spirit on the inside of you. So that you can comprehend and you can understand spiritual things. Jesus said, my words are spirit and they are life. And when you capture them with your spirit and not with your mind, then they begin to, your mind begins to register with your spirit. Because you know it's God. And you're not trying to figure out. Now you just said, okay, God, I see what, I see what you're doing. But I'm not going to be like Joseph and tell everybody because they might try to kill me. <laughs> they might try to throw me in the ditch and try to put me away you know and God God gives you a coat of many colors because he he favors you he's chosen you he's called you out he called you out of that tent and said I have so much more for you while you were crying out to the Lord and we're here praying, Lord, let those that are ripe for salvation come to you. Because we want those that are there. People, some, not everybody's crying out for the Lord. But there's, there's a harvest that is saying, God, I need you. And here, soul winners come. Let me tell you, God loves you and has a wonderful plan for your life. And brings you out of that pit. Brought you out of that tent. To never return to it. For the rest of your lives in Jesus name. As you continue to honor God. God will honor you. And he will use your lives to shock the hell out of people. Into the love of God. Praise the Lord. Worship team come up here. I'm never going to finish. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. What do you see? Lift up your hands, Father, I thank you that you will enlarge their territories. I thank you, Lord, that if sorrow was in their, in, 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 in the, you know, in, in, in everything that the enemy had set up this year for anyone standing here, Father, as they have opened their hearts to receive, even like Jabez cried out unto you. And his life was supposed to be one of sorrow, one of pain, a, one, a messed up life. But he cried out to you, Lord, and say, bless me, enlarge me, Lord. Change my story. And that's all it took. And you did it for him. You put an end to the sorrow in his life. You put an end to that destiny that the devil had orchestrated for his life. And I thank you that you do so for the people of this house. 
every misfortune that is in store for them in the name of Jesus this year as they've stood here this morning and that as they have opened their hearts to receive from you father every form of misfortune in their lives that was set out for them right now it comes to nothing in the name of Jesus Christ if you believe that say amen